Hello, music friends. Today I'm here with Reverend Paul Hemingway, the lead singer and guitarist of the 90s alternative rock band Black Happy. Thanks so much for joining me today. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Well, can you tell me a little bit, how did you get into music? And sure. It really just love music uh, as I was growing up. And my parents always had music playing in the house. Okay. My mom played piano, and she oh, tried nice. and failed to get us to take uh, piano lessons. Uh, we it's tough. <laughs> yeah. It's tough as a music parent. I yeah. Know. <laughs> so we wanted to play sports, and we kind of ditched that. Right. But we always loved rock and roll. Okay. And then uh, when... Uh, we were early in our teens. My my brother and I got uh, got some guitars, nice, and uh, started trying to to copy our our uh, favorite bands and heroes. And who were some of your favorite bands and heroes? Iron time? Maiden, okay, yeah, Black Sabbath, Judas Priest. Uh, we loved the Police, okay, and uh, yeah, just a, a lot of a lot of hard rock, and right, heavy metal, but uh, some some different stuff, and. Um, and so we just learned how to play other people's songs and then said, hey, why don't we try writing some of our own? So so this was a family thing, you and your, your yeah. brother. Okay. Yeah. Was there some sibling rivalry or you guys got along pretty well? No, or? we were notorious. If you've ever heard about brothers being in bands, uh, we can top uh, most of those stories. Oh, yeah. great. <laughs> so uh, throwing guitars at each other oh. and fist fights and... My yeah. sisters and I haven't gotten quite that bad with the violence. My parents were like, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I hope you don't ever get to that point. So. Yes. Yeah, our drummer at the time had just a standing position that once he saw it coming, he would sneak behind us and grab the guitars and instruments so we didn't throw them at each other. So, yeah, it got pretty heated, but we love each other now. That's, um, that's good. Know, no, and that's we, so we just like rock, playing rock music. So, so then uh, we, we started... Um, uh, playing shows and just you too, or how did you no, kind of yeah, get your group then to get the drummer? And yeah, we started. We went through about forty different lineups. Wow! Before, before we found the one, and it okay. like, it, which is odd because the one lineup that stayed together was an eight-piece band with two really? drummers and you know two guitarists. That's pretty, pretty yeah, and two trombonists and and a saxophonist and so so how did you decide bringing the brass that's kind of a cool well we, yeah we, too. We, yeah we went from loving heavy metal right to loving uh hip-hop okay and we went hey why you know we like uh you know metallica and we like james brown can we okay. combine the two i love fusions like genre <laughs> yeah. mashups and stuff oh that's cool so that was kind of how we came up with it and, okay and then we started uh playing shows and and I think about it now, it seemed like we started playing shows forever, um, and then we did our first recording, but it actually, we within doing, within the playing our first show and doing our first recording, it was all, it was two months. Oh, and okay. so, so that we, was really back to back. Yeah, we really just started recording right out of the gate, and then we made our... Do you like, think that helped, kind of going... Yes. Doing both at the same time? Definitely. Yeah. And, and so, um, but as you're talking about music, that's two totally different kind of approaches. Right. Live music is very different than recording music. Yes. And uh, um, although they're 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 both uh, very very useful in, in supporting each other. Yeah. Um, and I feel like right now, since we're not able to perform a lot of live, I yeah. mean, a lot of us musicians have had to pivot to right. the recording, and it's I mean, for me too, it's been a different ball game. Oh, to um, I, I can't imagine being a musician in this climate right now. Right. I mean, it, it's 
challenging. To what say would you kind of recommend for them, you know, when you're switching from live to recording or back and forth? Well, if, if, since you asked, what I would do <laughs> yes, if I were a musician, do? I would work like crazy on my recorded output right now. Yes. When you have, you're never going to have this kind of, of time to, to work on it right. and to put into recordings. That you that, that, makes sense. that musicians are going to have now. You know, you don't have anything interrupted. We don't have all these constant gigs that are like, oh, I've got to get ready for that. Exactly. So I'm putting off. I feel like you hear so many musicians say, I'm putting off the recording because it's, you know, exactly. harder to get to that part. But right yeah. now is our chance to really you could, have more output. Yeah, you can put down a ton of ideas and stuff and, and really set up a foundation for recording in the future. So. Right. So yeah, we started playing and recording and then we kind of just gradually, you know, our tours got, you know, broader and broader out of the Northwest, which is where we're from. That's and, where you're kind of based. Yeah. And then just so then they just started going wider and wider till they, you know, hit national and, and stuff. And so it was, yeah, it was a really fun time to be creative and to, uh, to get to experience a lot of cool stuff. That's amazing. How'd you kind of find your sound? I guess you said you talked a little bit about the fusion. Yeah. How did you kind of develop that? And did it evolve a lot over time or did you feel like you had your sound pretty early on or? No, it, I'll, I'll tell you one of the things that helped our sound and it did evolve um, okay. was we, we didn't see any reason why we couldn't play a music we liked. Okay. Okay. So if we liked something that was country, we didn't have a problem with it. Nice. If, we, if we liked something that was speed metal, we would do it. If we liked something that was hip hop, we would do it. And you felt like your audience still responded well to even the different genres? That was what was weird about it was all the quote unquote experts in yes. the, the industry said, no, 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 you, you got to stick with your yeah. specific field or Get, your, stay your, in your, lane. your category. Yes. <laughs> you know? And, and yet there were all these people that were like, man, we love this, that it's so right. different. And, and, and so inadvertently we were just trying to have fun and yeah. do what we liked. And it, you I know, think people pick up on that, they you do. know, they can yeah. tell if you're literally just writing songs or books or whatever you're doing just to fit that one category, I think it gets a little stale yeah. for the creator and then they can kind of feel that. Yeah. So Whereas, that was cool that we, we were blessed with people that supported us that let us change, nice. you know, and, and let us, and not only that, but encouraged it. So that was cool. That yeah. helps a lot. Yeah. yeah. Tell us a little bit about your reunion tour that you got to do a couple of years ago. Yeah, that ago. was cool. Two years ago. We did one in 2010. We broke up in 1995 and then. A lot of you had families since then. And yes. Is that right? Yeah. Families. Moved and different parts of the country. Yeah. So yeah. we're not together, you know, in the right. same proximity anymore. And That's uh, tough. Yeah, it's kind of tough to... <laughs> not, not be right next to all your musicians. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a couple of years ago, we were able to do it again, and it was just, it's just fun. Because we're, we're more mature, we're better friends, you know. Right. We're, we're, I heard you sold out, like, every concert. Yeah, that was, it's, it's been really, really cool to, to be a part of that yeah. and to be supported. So. I think, didn't some of you bring your families, got to actually yes. see you guys perform? I think that, that would be really neat for, yeah. you know, the next generation to see, hey, this is what, you know parent what dad did or what my parents did right. kind of inspires them so and that, in fact that was one of the reasons i wanted to do it again was so my kids could right. see that you know they they had never gotten to see what that was before. their kind of reaction to they it? were all it was so first of all they were really you know 
They were the only kids out of all of them that went to every show. Really? And, yeah. They, they, were, okay. they just, they were there and they loved it and they had fun and, and uh, it was, yeah. it was neat. That's yeah. awesome. I'm so glad they got to have that experience. Yeah. And one of them is your, one of your students. I know. Yes. So, yes, yes. I happen to think, yeah, <laughs> I, I want him to see what he can do. Yeah. Yeah. So what are some of kind of the different fields you can go into and in, within kind of the rock, you know, rock world? Um, I know I talk a lot to classical musicians, mm-hmm. but what are some of kind of your options for upcoming musicians? Some well, of the options they have. There's just the field that you're in, you know, uh, just the the kind of uh, rock or they call it popular music. You know, right. it's kind of the mainstream, if you will. But yeah. uh, so so that's always an option. But there there are so many things that you can do with in, in terms of writing songs for. Uh, licensing oh right movies radio right you know uh video games yes that, that's become you know. a really big new yeah yeah new field so there's all kinds of stuff that uh you know major companies you know buy i have friends of mine that do that that's okay that's what they do they write 30 second snippets that espn buys for a buffer nice. you know okay um, and so they'll say hey can you do me one that you know sounds like uh, nirvana or can you do one that sounds like, uh, you know, Soul Asylum or whatever? Right. And um, and so there's there's that avenue to go. There's the live avenue to go. There's the recorded avenue. There's, you know, playing, you know, in collaboration with people. There's session. I love that. Yeah. I think that's so fun to do the, the collaborations. And yeah. Well, you can do that. You, you have that ability. Well, it brings that, the genres yeah. together, yeah. you know, and that's one thing I want classical musicians to know that they need to be able to try different genres. You know, um, so we can have more more options, and especially in today's day and age, we have to be a little more flexible. And I think people tend to get really attached to the sound they know, whether it's they know classical, or they know you know that type of rock, and trying to see that you can you can work together um, to create these different sounds, right. and then that way people, if they're familiar with you know whichever sound, but then they can learn a new sound at the same time. Yeah. and I think that that can be a really a really cool experience for, for people on both sides of the, oh, yeah. of the spectrum. And I think that is the key to I, key piece of advice to any musician is don't be so closed into what you think you prefer that you box out right. the discovery of something really cool. I agree. You know, I totally agree. Learn, learn about all different kinds of music and then make your decision, you know, and, and instead of being just pigeonholed in or boxed into something, you know, yeah, that's- open up, the, you know, expand the, the, the view of, of things. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, thanks so much hey, for talking yeah, with me today, sharing your wisdom. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. So, yeah, well, thanks again. And yeah, you're welcome. See you next time. Thanks for joining us again today. If you've enjoyed this interview, please hit the like button. And if you'd like more videos, go ahead and hit the subscribe, and I'll see you next time.